0: Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. I'm actually at the day job trying to get some stuff done. I've got a little bit of downtime here waiting for something to finish. So I thought I'd record this episode. So this will be a super quick one. Um, also, I have no time, which we will get talked about uh, as I seem to have a recurring problem with that. But this time, I know exactly what to do in it. So let's start with the good news. Today, uh, I just got back from the... Uh, DMV and the driving test place and I passed and I'm a technically a licensed driver. Yay! It's been uh, over 12 or about, you know, 12 years since I've driven a car, um, legally. And so, uh, the next step is that uh, I gotta be there for a title transfer which should happen in about a week, hopefully. And then I'm driving. And then that's it. And then I start looking for a big boy job. And, uh, cause I'm not gonna say adult job cause I did that a couple shows ago. So, yeah, um, once again, it, it just it befuddles me some days that all of the little baby steps I've taken start snowballing and become these huge life altering things. And, and that's in a good way. Um, I mean, it's scary. I'm stressed. Like I talked about last week about, you know, having the fear of success. Like I was worried I was going to fail the driving test. and have to start all like, not all over, but, you know, spend extra money until I get it right and figure out what I did wrong. But I didn't. I did almost everything right, and I'm fine. So I'm very happy with that, and like I said, it's just the next logical step is to get the car, um, which is already taken care of, but it's got to wait for a title transfer to go through. Speaking of positive, slightly positive, um, there is a downside to this one. Things I've done to alter my life, I bought a pair of shorts, which I know this doesn't sound like a big deal, but for anyone who actually has known me for a very long time, can you remember the last time I wore shorts? I have the answer. Seven years ago. And I know this because I know when I got certain jobs. And what it was, was that I left one cafe that was very liberal and didn't care that I had a tattoo of a naked lady on my leg. And when I went to the, the following cafe job, they went, yeah, no, that's you know considered inappropriate. And I said, fine. So I started wearing pants the whole time. And then I got Um, the cushy office job, which I've talked about, I got downsized from, but I got the cushy office job and I was dealing with, you know, clients and the boss and coworkers. And, you know, I had to be professional. I had to look professional. So I just kept wearing pants. And then since then, I just have never owned shorts. I have a pair of workout shorts I wear around the house, but I don't leave the house with them. So my legs are like translucent, uh, possibly reflective, Um, We'll find out when I put on and wear my shorts outside to see if I I blind anyone. The drawback to these shorts, though, is that much like when you go to the gym after a long time and you're like, I'm going to pick up where I left off. Well, I did that shopping-wise, and what I did was I bought a pair of shorts the size I thought I still was. So when I put on these shorts, I was like, I'm going to wear shorts. Look how positive this is. Like, I'm doing something kind of new. And I went to go put them on, and I was like, holy shit, I, uh, got less skinny. Let's just be nice and say I got less skinny. Um, not by much. One size up, not a big deal. 32 to 34, it's not like I'm gonna have to go on a crash diet. But it was a little depressing where I was really, like, happy about wearing these shorts, and I was like, mother fuck, I got chubby. So... But, you know, I, did, I gained a fair amount of weight when I quit drinking, and I'm still trying to shed those pounds. So, you know, but whatever. That was a, it was a positive thing, quitting drinking for a while, and uh, so there you go. Uh, but I bought shorts. That's kind of a big deal. Speaking of body, uh, I did get into a very interesting conversation with Lizzie that the way that women are objectified when they're strippers or um, dancers of sorts... Um, doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a stripper. It could just be burlesque dancing. It could be, but any kind of, kind of sexualized. Um, I wouldn't say agenda, but an aspect of that job. Like some women will, you know, argue about, you know, the the objectivity of these women. And Lizzie and I got into this conversation about whether men can be uh, objectified physically, absolutely. But interestingly, Lizzie brought up that he thought he was being objectified at his job, like intellectually, that he was being treated simply as, um, a tool to solve problems or, you know, or, 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 um, I don't know, whatever, that he wasn't looked at as a person, he was looked at as kind of a cog in a machine, and I didn't think that was true. I think he was being judged on his merits as a top-rated InfoSec person, and... I don't think that's objectification. I think he's getting what he deserves. And when I say that, I don't mean that in a asking for it objectivity kind of way. I mean, I think that he works very hard and gets paid very well and gets treated like, um, the gets treated very highly based on his merits and his, and his intellect. But I don't think they see him as just that. Um, I think if they hired him to just be a pretty face That's a whole nother story. Now, if he was hired to just be a pretty face, which I don't know, once again, maybe there you go. Yes, he's absolutely being objectified. But I don't think at my job, where I have uh, extremely well-created merits um, in management uh, and personnel and skills in the service industry, I don't think I was hired and objectified as a cog in a machine. I am treated like a person. So maybe it's just that I don't know if I can empathize with, you know, being hired as a brain or being hired as a pretty face or a pretty body, what have you. Something to be objectified. So this is, and this is, I'm totally slaughtering the conversation we had. Um, I just thought it was a really neat concept that I think maybe Lizzie and I need to sit down and hash out either on DAM or on um, Splinter when it launches. But, oh, and real quick, speaking of uh, show launches, we're doing a huge server swap. I'm going to get into that in a second. But when uh, that's all settled, uh, we will be launching. We got the rights to post all 87 episodes of Exotic Liability, which is, um, from what I'm to gather, a highly rated uh, information security or infosec podcast uh, that Lizzie was part of before joining the BACN. So I'm very proud to like welcome kind of another uh, show on into the stable of the BACM family. Or barn, I guess. Farm? Yeah, like we're a show farm. I guess that's a, that's a thing. Show farm? So let me talk about the headaches we, that I've been dealing with with the server swap. And this is not to discount Lizzie, I, I'm pretty sure he listens to these. Maybe not all of them, but if you listen to this one, I'm not discounting the work he's doing on setting up our uh server and our mail uh server directory i'm not discounting you sir by any means i'm not saying i'm doing all the work i know you're very uh hard at work doing everything we you need to get done on your side of this and i'm bitching about the stuff i'm getting done on my side of it because that's what this show is so there i'm mocking someone who listens to this show who i'm friends with it doesn't make any sense should i apologize i I gotta know maybe sorry that didn't sound sincere Um, But moving on. Uh, So we're doing the server swap, and uh, we're on a time crunch because we have to uh, either move or renew under our current server by the 16th. So we have about a week, and I was having issues uh, downloading our entire web page directory tree. So I had to build it uh, piece by piece um, with files on my computer and my external hard drive, which was fine. There was a lot of drag and drop and some, you know organization and you know a bit of confusion because I'm not used to looking at it as um, folders on my computer I'm used to looking at it as like like a, like I said like a directory tree also to launch um, exotic liability I had to get their RSS and all 87 of their episodes well the downloading of the episodes was one thing all of their uh, they're not labeled as exotic liability they're e- labeled as el you know number. Or uh, exotic liability, which I didn't immediately catch, and I was like, oh shit, they totally misspelled. But whatever, it does, that the, the, the misspelling of, of the files doesn't matter as long as I know, but it caught me off guard that I didn't notice it, and I'm like, oh shit, should, I should have kind of renamed them. But anyway, uh, maybe I can rename them in Finder, that's a whole nother story. So one of am this time crunching, and, and you can tell because I'm getting uh, sped up and stuttering a bit more just talking about this, Because I'm thinking about that I have to do all this shit. So, I got their RSS, and whoever did it, did it the hard way. Now, I'm a man who does things the hard way. But still, it looks like they hard-coded their RSS in HTML. So, when I got it and pumped it into our program, it was full of errors. Um, And I'm not sure if the guy who, or girl, I don't know, if the person who coded their RSS... Had written it in a way to get around certain fields being um, empty or not, so I'm having to go through item by item by item. That's 87 items, which is a lot when I have to sit there and pretty much stare at the matrix. I have to go through all of the XML code to see what they're missing and replace it. And the thing is, Lizzie was talking to me about it, and he goes, "Well, but how do you build our RSSs?" And I said, "Well, I start with the you know the general um, fields." And those always stay static, Uh, and when a new episode comes along, I just clone the item and change, you know, the title, the length, the description. Everything else pretty much stays the same. I said, but we're switching, like, your RSS from your guys' stuff on Libsyn to our stuff on our server, so I have to go through and change all of the general stuff before I even get to the point where I can go through your fields and then kind of clean everything up. So that's where I'm at I'm on episode 50 of 87 of just changing the general stuff and then I'm gonna go in and this is when I go in to clean stuff up I can do it at my own rate because then it's up to me and when that show launches that I can kind of go okay let's prune this because right now if there are fields uh you know that are empty that I need to fill I'm literally just cutting pasting placeholder stuff and then I will go in like I said later and clean it up and make it pretty and uh far more functionable I think it was actually over-functional uh, when I got it, and I think whoever was doing it was doing it the hard way. Um, I don't know why they would do that. Uh, not you know, not my circus, not my monkeys, and not my place to judge. I'm going to be simplifying everything else, and if Lizzie ever wants to do more episodes of uh, Exotic Liability with his friends, whose name I can't remember, I want to say Chris, but I'm not sure that's right, we'll have... That really solid foundation um, that the other RSSs on our in, in our in our uh, show farm have, and it'll be much easier to put out new episodes for me. And then if they want to, you know, rehost on Libsyn, then they'll will figure that out. And that's it. That's the list. You cannot see. I don't know if you can hear it on um, some of the edits I've had to make this episode. But I've had to push the cough button. I'm still getting over this weird chest thing um i think part of it is the pollen and allergens and dust in the air i think part of it is that i'm a smoker and the cough is always the last in the out. part of it is literally what you shouldn't do during a cold which is whenever you cough something up you're supposed to spit it out you're not supposed to swallow because that just re uh, puts it back into your system But I'm not good at, like, hawking loogies, so I just literally just grin and bear it and swallow. So Lizzie, make your joke about that later. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my neurotic matrix-coding neuroses. Good night, internet.